you grab a seat. It's great to be in God's presence tonight. Who's enjoyed the series? I am convinced. Uh, uh, Pastor Sam's been talking about this whole thing of conviction and just the point like where things shift from an opinion, from a good idea to the level of conviction. Like, I am convinced. And a few weeks ago, he mentioned this kind of idea and it kind of, I, it really went off in my head, this idea that many of us treat faith, church, Christianity like an app on our phone. Like we try it for a while. It's like a nice game. We give it a go. But, but if it doesn't work, if we get sick of it, if we get tired, we just shut it down and we change apps and run a different app. And he's like, no, no, that, that's, that's not how it's supposed to work. That, that faith, that Jesus, that church, that Christianity is not like an app. It's supposed to be like the operating system of our lives that we actually, when it gets to the point of conviction, it shifts from being like an app that I might have a go, but when I'm bored, I shut it down. When I'm, when I'm offended, I shut it down. When, I'm, when I want to try something else, I shut it down. When it's shifted to the level of conviction, it's actually become the operating system of my life and I don't have another option. In fact, this is the way that I interpret everything else I do in my life. And so, and so that's why this series of I Am Convinced is so important because it's so disappointing when people, you think they've downloaded it as an operating system because it looks like they're running with this thing, but then they're gone and you realize, no, no, they, it was just like an app. It was a game. They were having a go at it. And it was always like, when I get a bit sick of it, I can always shut it down. I can always delete it. And so I, I, I prayed a night that something shifts in you around a level of conviction that something has shifted that, that you're still gonna be following Jesus in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, because it's no longer an option to delete the app. It's no longer an option to shut it. It's now the operating system of my life. This is hardwired and this is how I think about life. Everything else I interpret in light of this. And so tonight I believe that God wants to download some convictions into us. And tonight I wanna do something a, a bit different. Sorry, Bible college students, we did this at college, but uh, I'm gonna try and do it again. A few months ago, I spoke at this uh, C3 uh, pastors conference and one of the international guys uh, did this talk that he called um, Levels and Gates. And he basically presented this framework that people in church are at different levels and that there are certain gates that they pass through to get to another level. And it's like when he presented this, it was like, oh my goodness, now I get so much of what I hear around equippers, so many different messages that keep coming out because this is a conviction that opens a gate for someone to go to another level. And so I wanna talk about this tonight and this is my prayer that, that you get a sense like, oh, this is where I'm at. Like, is this a conviction? in my life or is this just a, a nice idea? Is this a game that I'm playing? Is it something I'm having it a go at to see if it's fun and that you would make a choice and down, no, this is the point where God is actually saying, take this from an app and put it into the operating system. of Like this shifts from opinion, this shifts from I'm having a go, this shifts to now this is my conviction about life. 
Does that sound all right? So hopefully this works. So he basically started, so this is all secondhand from this guy, Mark Kelsey from Australia. So he started with this passage, 2 Corinthians 3. Talks about this. We all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image from glory to glory. Other translations say with ever increasing glory. You are in a process of being transformed from one stage of glory to another stage of glory to another stage of glory. And I wanna suggest to you that each step forward involves the download of something that shifts from something nice you've heard about and becomes a conviction that takes you to another level in God. Is that all right? So I wanna share this. So he, he uh, talks about, you know, uh, there are levels in God and there are gates that we pass through to the next level. Uh, you know, when God deals with our righteousness, there's a process. Don't worry about all the big words. Just look down the bottom. We are made in God's image. We are made in God's image, but we take on the form. You have the DNA of God, but there's an outworking of that progressively in different forms. A tadpole has the same DNA as a frog. A caterpillar has the same DNA as a butterfly, but the form shifts. And I wanna say to you tonight that you are invited to shift the form of your life, the form of your following Jesus, and how you do that is through the download of conviction that takes you from the idea of opinion, nice idea, to takes you to another level. Now this is my conviction about how I live in God. And, uh, and he, he talks about, you know, in the Bible that's often represented, God actually changes people's names. You were Abraham, now you're Abraham. You were Jacob, now you're Israel. It's like the actual form of your life has changed. You are not stuck where you are today. You can be a different person actually tonight. You can certainly be a different person by the end of the year, by the same time next year. If you choose to embrace conviction that shifts where you are in God, you are not stuck where you are, but it's your choice to shift from this being an app that I'm having a go at to the level this is now the operating, This I don't have a I don't have a choice about whether to run this thing now. This is wired into my life. The rest of my days I'm gonna live like this because it shifted from opinion into conviction. Uh, and, and he talks about, you know, God allows us to graduate. God says, yes, you're ready. And he just paints this model of seven levels. It's not magic, it's not, didn't come down on gold tablets from heaven. It's just a nice model that, that's helpful. And he talks about the Bible says, come on, get a sober judgment of yourself. Like, yeah, this is the level. I'm just, I'm playing at this level. I'm having fun. But like, no, no, this is the level now that God's telling me, come on, download this as conviction. Come on, it's time to step up to another level. And it's interesting, this guy, when he, he teaches us at Bible colleges, he sets an assignment to the, and he says to them, you know, describe what level you're at and what is the gate you are facing. And so that's my challenge to you tonight as I paint this picture, it's like, where are you at? And, and, and what's the gate, what's the conviction God is, God is downloading into you to take you to another level in God? Are you ready to go up to another level tonight? Are you, are you, are you tired of just being stuck where you are? You, you wanna go and, and carry something more glorious in your life? Not many. Yeah, good, because awesome. Uh, and so if you've got a bit of paper, which you probably haven't, you can draw one, two, three, seven lines. 
Okay, so we're just gonna walk through this. And again, it's a bit different to what we normally do on a Sunday night, but just like, where are you at? And, and maybe, oh, this is why I keep hearing this message at Equippers. This is an invitation for people at this level to step through a gate to another level. And you can go, yeah, maybe I've done that in my life. Yeah, but what's the next level for you? So the first one is just everyone's in the world, the people of the world that God created. And the first level in God is the level of the kingdom of God. And there's a gateway into the kingdom. And it's called, it's called nothing, Revelation. <laughs> my clicker didn't work, and then it worked. And it's like, here's the point. What he says, you're actually born into it. That, and he's got, this is secondhand, so I can say it's great. This is not for me. Leaders create an atmosphere for ministers to minister the glory. It's like, here's the thing. He's, see, there's an obstacle to stepping into the first level. It's not that people disagree. It's not that they don't know. They can't actually see it. And it's like, everything that we do here is to create, leaders create an environment where people will minister in the hope that some people who haven't seen it yet, who haven't experienced it yet, would feel something, their heart is pumping, something's going on, and suddenly they realize that there is another kingdom and they can be born into it, they can step into it. That's why every equipper's service will finish with that, uh, that response inviting people because it's recognizing there are people here at this level that are being invited to pass through a gate and step into the kingdom of God. And how awesome is that? And we would never, and everything we do is to create that environment for that moment. And maybe there'll be people here tonight that that's the gate for you to pass through. Like I feel something. There's something here. I don't understand it, but there's something here. And it's like, welcome to the kingdom of God. You know, that we need a revelation. There's a famous verse, Second Corinthians, the God of the sage has blinded the eyes of, or minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see it. And it's like, your friend's problem is not that maybe they disagree, not, not that they anti, they, they actually cannot see it. And maybe you remember, there was a time you're like, why do these people do these things? Why do they sing? Why do they go to church? Why do they give their money? Why do they sing? Because they've seen something. They've seen that something's real. And it's like, see, this is, and again, this is, it's, I'm, not, I'm not trying this Jesus thing as an app. I'm not having a go at it. I actually have had a revelation. I have a conviction. It's real. This is non-negotiable. There's no going back because you've seen it. I'm not going to try it for a bit and then decide there might be a better way to live life. It's at the level of, it's now hardwired into me. And I pray that it's hardwired into you. It's now the operating system of your life. There is another kingdom, the kingdom of God. And you can be born into it and you step into it when you get a revelation that it's real. Isn't it? Hallelujah. That's just, that's just amazing, don't you think? That's what we do here. And that's like, that's the first level that people would step out of the world and realize there's another kingdom. Everything about my life is now going to function differently because I'm in this kingdom. Everything, everything else in my life now operates out of that operating system of a kingdom of God. But it's like, that's only the first level. And then he says the next level really is understanding church. And he says the gateway into that is commitment. See, there's a lot of people that have been born into the kingdom, but they haven't understood the place of the church yet. 
And it's like, in him, in, in, the gate is come up, but he has this interesting phrase, he says, you committed forever. Not committed necessarily to this church or this e-group, but you're committed to church. Now, I, I've, been a, I've been following Jesus for almost 40 years. The first, it took me about a year to get into church, but it's like, for me, church is just non-negotiable now. It's not because I necessarily like the music, which I do, or that I think the preachers are funny, or that I have a great ego. It's like, I get that church is the program of God. And if I'm gonna be committed to Jesus, I gotta get with his program. I get that the Bible is a story of how God is invading this earth to bring his kingdom, and in between his resurrection and his second coming, the way that he's doing that is planting churches and growing churches all around the world. So I can't be born into his kingdom and not be committed to his program, because he's my Lord and church is his program. And there's a whole lot of people like, oh yeah, but you can be a Christian, you don't have to go to church. It's like, come on, you need a, you need a revelation that the church is the program of God. Church is, you know, I love what Pastor Sam has said. Um, there's a couple of images of the church. One is the bride of Christ. You, you know, I don't know if you've ever had a friend who's, uh, you're all excited, they tell you they've just got a girlfriend and you're all, you're all pleased for them and then you finally meet them and they're like, oh. Like, ugh, really? And then they get married. And it's like, ugh. And it's like, man, I, I really used to like hanging out with you, but I don't really like your wife. Like, could we hang out, but you leave her at home? And it's like, you can't do that, eh? It's like, but people do that with Jesus. You don't get that you have to be committed to his bride. But then I love Pastor Sam took it to a next level because not only is the church described as the bride of Christ, it's described as the body of Christ. And, and so it's like this, I really like your face, but your body I find a bit revolting. It doesn't, it doesn't really do anything for me. Well, I think you've got a beautiful face, but your body is a bit of a turn off. Settle down, Gary. <laughs> but that's what we do with Jesus. He's the head of the church. The church is his body. And it's like, see, this has to, this is where I say it's got to become a download. It's not like, oh, I'm running an app, I'll try church. It's a bit fun for a while and then it gets a bit demanding, so I'll shut that down. No, no, it's got to be downloaded to the level of conviction that I'm committed to the church now. I, I don't have, in a sense, I don't have an option because I'm committed to the Lord Jesus. I've got a revelation of His kingdom and I understand that His program is to build His church. And so I want to be part of this greatest thing on the earth. You know, he talks about in the kingdom, we discover eternity. In the house of God, we discover our destiny. It's like, man, yeah, I gotta be plugged in. And you know, he says the kingdom is about me, but the church is about banding together with others for the sake of others. Yeah, I've stepped into the kingdom. I know that I'm saved, but come on, come on. He's in the business of his kingdom invading this world. He's in the business of changing Auckland, changing New Zealand. We gotta get together to be part of his program. Like this is the most exciting thing we could ever be part of. Like this is now downloaded to the operating system of life. This is not an opinion. This is not an app. I might give it a go this year. I might try something different next year. It's no, no, no. This is, this is conviction now. You know, and so that makes sense why you'll hear this message around equippers. You know, you've got to be planted in the house of God, Psalm 92. The righteous will flourish like a palm, palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon, planted in the house of God. It's like, oh yeah, you've got to be planted in the house. 
And, and cultures, like when it strikes you as weird, something different, oh, what do you mean you're not planted in, like, that's odd. Because, and it's not about hype, it's not about mindless cult, it's about a download of conviction that this is the program of God. What do you mean you're not planted in the house? Like, that's a bit weird. And, and why we have, why we, um, I think my machine's just died. Like, and why also things like Proverbs 18.1 that Pastor Sam often talks about. He, whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. And it's like, oh, that's why you keep hearing this message around equippers. Like, oh, you've got to be planted in the house. Oh, that's not good. They've got isolated. Oh, they're withdrawn. It's like, yeah, because our conviction is we're committed to the program of God, which is church. Yeah, I've been born into the kingdom by revelation, but I make a choice to be committed to church. Not not based on my feelings, not based on I have a go. I'm committed to this. I've been committed to church for almost 40 years. It's not like, will I give it a go? It's part of the operating system of my life now because I love Jesus and I love his kingdom and I understand he's advancing his kingdom through church. So you got that? So there's the world, there's the kingdom by revelation, there's the church by commitment. By the way, it gets worse from here on, okay? If you're feeling. Because he says the next level is servanthood. And here, and the gateway is submission. <laughs> Did you say that? Uh, and he says, see, for him, servanthood is the center of the kingdom. Everyone is called to this. And he says the gateway is submission, submitted servants. His point is this. See, you build your church on two committed. Yeah, man, we're all committed to This is so exciting what Equippers is doing 30 years, going all around the world. Equippers Rome, Equippers Manila, Equippers Ghana, Equippers Calcutta. Like, this is exciting. Yeah, but, but you build the church on that, but you build your teams on three. Like, yeah, we're committed to serving in the house of God. And, and he makes an interesting point delay. He says this, it's never pretty. Do you know, we do, in Quippers College, we always do an end of semester one-on-one uh, -on -one interview and end of the year, and I always, the defining moment for people in the college is not like a lecture on interpreting the Bible or a lecture on theology. It's something like this. They'll say this, I bought my ticket for Shout. I paid for the t-shirt, and I was stuck out in the parking lot, didn't get into one session, and there was this moment when I faced the decision, because everything in me wanted to say, stuff you, <laughs> and walk away. And at that moment, and this will happen, and at that moment I realized this, it's not about me. Yeah. It's never pretty. Is Josh Christensen here? Here's Josh, where is he? I remember at the end of the first semester, he's like, what's the defining moment of your first semester? Revo to her. They told me I was going to be a drummer for LZ7. I was so excited. I learned all the songs. A week before they arrived, they told me, oh, we don't want you to do that anymore. You can hand out leaflets at the high school. <laughs> and at that moment, he passed through a gateway that says, I'm here to serve something bigger than me. And so often, oh, you guys are good. So often people go, oh, yeah, I'm committed, and they're all excited, and they want to jump from there to leadership. I've got bad news for you. There's a level between. It's called servanthood, and there's always, and there's always, and there's always something ugly that happens in there. Where it's like, and it's like, 
hey, it's great that you're committed to church and you want to be in the music team, but we don't actually want the heavy metal lead break during the worship time. And it's like, how dare you control my ministry to Jesus? <laughs> it's like, no, no, are you here to serve? Or are you here to take something and find a place? You guys are good. Because he says, you know, it's the character of Jesus and it's actually the opposite of the fallen human spirit. Some, and so going, something dies. See, the act of commitment to church, something rises up. Man, I'm so excited about Equipus Rome and Manila. But, but submission is the act of letting go and dying to yourself. You know, and he talks about Abraham was chosen when he let go of his son. Faith is grabbing hold of, trust is letting go of. I thought I had this great ministry, but they, they're telling me they want me to do kids' ministry. They don't want my fantastic heavy metal lead break during the quiet worship time. In fact, they don't want me playing. <laughs> they want me hosting, or they put me on the parking lot. And it's like something dies, and you realize it's not about me. You know, this passage, because this is what Jesus was like, and your relationships with one another have the same mindset of Jesus, who, being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, something to be held on to. It's like, man, I'm just here to serve. Pastor Sam often says, you know, if it's not what need, it's needed, it's not service, it's self. Service is a submission that does what's needed for the greater cause. Conviction. Is this a nice idea? Or has it been downloaded into the operating system of your life? And so it's like, oh man, there's a gate. Yeah, I've been committed to church, but and so it's inter you know, around equippers, it's like, oh, we I serve in hosting, I serve in children. Oh, you don't serve anywhere? Like, what? Like, that's odd, isn't it? Because conviction. There's a level of Christ-likeness which submits to serving. And I want to tell you, there's an invitation for some of you tonight to down... This is not an app to try, whether I... Oh, oh yeah, I'll try that app of serving and hosting, serving in children's church, serving on production. Come on, that's a conviction. Yeah, I've got a revelation of the kingdom. I'm committed to church, but I'm submitted to serving in the house. And something's di something has died of self-will and pride and independence. And I have passed through that gate. The next one, he says, is ministry. And the gateway into that, he says, is discipline. That's a bit cool. No one said anything then. Because, and, and his point is this, you can be, you can step into the kingdom, you can be committed to church, you can die to yourself to serve, but here's the thing, unless you've engaged in the discipline of putting stuff into your life, you're not going to have anything to give. And so again, you know, it's interesting, it says when you pour out from your spirit, you have to fill the well, the discipline of prayer and word and what your confession is, years of meditating, it's, and that's why you start to realize you always hear the sound around equippers, don't you? You'll often hear Pastor Sam or Pastor Kathy or Pastor Byron or something going, oh, in my devotion last, this morning, in my devotion last week, in my, devo my e-group, it's like 
the sound of people who are disciplined to putting input into their life so that there's a well to serve out of to create ministry. And it's like, some of you like, yeah, I've got a revelation of the kingdom. I'm so excited about equippers. Like I, I, something has died inside to serve, but it's like, you just ain't got anything to give. The well's dry. And the conviction is not, it's not devotions as religious duty. It's not going to e-group as religious duty. It's like, I am convinced that I gotta be filling up the well. I gotta be disciplined to be putting stuff into my, it's not like I woke up, shall I go to church or not? It's like, I'm disciplined to put stuff in because I'm committed to this revelation of the kingdom that's being outworked through the church and I'm serving here. So I wanna know that when someone grabs hold of, someone grabs hold of me and says, here's a person in need you could pray for them, then I'm, I'm in the zone. I'm ready to go. In fact, God's probably spoken to me last night about something. You know, it's interesting if you're at the 11 o'clock service this morning, I said that I prayed last night about the service this morning and God showed me this piece of cloth that was torn and he was going to knit it back together. And, and there was some application around people's hearts and around, uh, and, and even some physical healing. You know, and then, and, then we got a, and then we got a phone call at the end of the service. One of our students, Reina, her aorta had torn away from her heart. And to go, wow, there was some serious tearing that God was needing to knit together. Gone a bit quiet, eh? You want to know that you're in the zone because the well is flowing. Because you've been disciplined enough to put stuff into your life. You know, and the other side of consistency of discipline is also consistency. You know, remember when Pastor Sam flew back from England recently, arrived early on a Tuesday morning. He's like, work all day, then he, he's got an e group Tuesday night. He's like, of course, you, you don't cancel your e-group because I want a ministry, so I'm disciplined. And he's like, you know, he's confused. Like people go, oh, there was only one person coming, so we canceled it. And he goes, but we say we're for the one. So he, he just doesn't get it because he's like, he's built into his, this is not a feeling, this is conviction, the discipline to generate minutes. I wonder how many of you have an exciting vision of the kingdom. You're committed to this exciting thing of what equippers are doing. God's touched your heart to serve, but what's holding you back is just the lack of discipline and the conviction tonight is I'm gonna put a greater level of discipline and I'm, con I'm, I'm convinced that I have to put this into my life, not as a religious duty. I just want to be in the zone so God can use me. You right? Okay. So the next level beyond ministry, he says, is leadership. And the gateway into that is responsibility. And it's like, and he says this, you know, it takes responsibility for the structure, the strategy, and the culture. I love the sentence. It's the creation of the world in which ministry can happen. It's like, I actually, I know, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited about the kingdom. I've, I'm committed to the church. I've got a heart to serve. I'm doing my devo, so there's something there. And it's like, okay, the next level is I'm willing to serve by taking responsibility for this area. I'm willing to carry the load of it. And he basically says it's for money and people. And this ha the defining question, how much of a burden are you willing to bear? 
Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about church. I've got a heart to serve you. I'll do my devos, but whoa, just back off a bit, you know, don't, don't put that stuff on me. And it's like, no, no, the next level is actually, um, as Pastor Sam often says, in the kingdom, responsibility is a reward. Remember his, Matthew 25, the master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I'll put you in charge of many things. This is part of the conviction of Pastor Sam. It, yeah, in the, like, of course, in the kingdom, responsibility is a reward, not a burden. Leadership is not status. Leadership is not position. Leadership is not privilege. Leadership is a willingness to serve by carrying the weight of something that frees other people up to minister so that people might get a revelation of the kingdom. I wonder for some people here what's holding you back tonight. Is, is a reluctance to carry the responsibility for something. And it's like, come on, get a download of conviction. Oh, well, okay, I'm a bit reluctant, leading a hub, leading, I'll, I'll download that, I'll give it a go. It's like, no, no, by conviction. Responsibility is a privilege that I get to serve other people, volunteers ministering by carrying the weight of responsibility. Maybe you're a long way back from this, but when you look around at people like Pastor Sam, Pastor Kathy, you go, they're not people who, ca- who stand in places of status, they're people who carry enormous burdens of responsibility. And they're willing to do that because of a heart of service. Okay, machine's a bit stopped. We going? Someone back there want to click it on? There we go. Oh, So, okay, so you're right. So the world, revelation, we step into the kingdom, commitment, we're excited about church, submission, we, we learn that it's not about me, I'm here to serve. Discipline, I start to have a ministry where I'm blessing people. Responsibility, I step into leadership. I'll, ru- I'll rush through the next kind of ones. I think my machine stopped, guys, if you want to do the, um, oh, there we go, governance. That's a big word. It just means kind of oversight of everything. And he says uh, the gateway to that is loyalty and authority. And it's like once you start leading, it's like, oh, yeah, people like me. It's like, why am I still doing this under equippers? I could do this. I'm good. Why should I do what Pastor Sam said? I'll go and do my own thing. Like, welcome to the gateway of loyalty. No, no, we can do more together when I'm loyal to someone else's vision than running by myself. And I carry authority, but with loyalty. And I could go and do this somewhere else, but I'm loyal to the leaders of this thing. Because I believe that together, we could do something phenomenal for God. Uh, Do you want, oh, there we go. He says, you know, we need both. If you're only loyalty, you're just a yes man or woman. If only authority, you're a dangerous man or woman. And, uh, you know, Luke 16, again, Pastor Sam. So for me, it's like, oh, now I get why I keep hearing these messages from Pastor Sam. He's targeting certain levels of people, inviting them to download conviction that will take them to another level. You know, and so you often talk about this Luke 16. Did I jump past that? Can you go to the Luke? Yeah. If you have not been trusted worthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? Like, I'm here to serve a bigger vision. And I, I don't want to cap my progress in God by everything up to, I got, ex, I born into the kingdom, I'm excited about church, uh, learn how to serve, started, started to lead, and then I kind of took all that and split it off. 
that's just sad and pathetic. It's like, no, no, I want to I wanna carry that. And uh, this is getting frustrating. And if you think in the Bible, there are significant people like Joseph and Daniel who were, who were always two ICs. Two ICs to the emperor. But they were loyal people who made someone else look good. They made the Pharaoh look good. They made Nebuchadnezzar look good. Okay, just about finished. The last level is the visionary leader. And the gateway to that, if you can see through the drums, is just that you can see something. The ability to see. I love this. The Lord said to Abraham after a lot had parted from him, look around from where you are to the north, to the south, to the east and the west, all the land that you see, I will give to you and your offspring to forever. Someone's got to see something beyond our current reality. Someone's got to see churches planted all around Auckland, campuses, churches all around New Zealand. Pastor Sam's talking about um, more churches all around the provinces. Pastor Bruce has talked about churches in 10 major cities around the world. Somebody sees something, and everything else flows on from that. It's interesting what this guy said. So I want you, I want you to be thinking, where's the level that you've been playing with something as an app, and it's time to download it as conviction? to take you to another level. Come on, it's become the operating system of your life. It's now a non-negotiable. Everything else runs off this thing. I, shut, I open and shut down other apps, but this is now the operating system of my life. You know, he says, you know, for a church movement, basically, this goes, you need a visionary leader with a group of servants committed to reaching the world. Come on, there's some, uh, come on. That's what we're part of. Like that's what we're part of. You know, it's interesting. Jesus did this. See if this works. You know, Jesus was a visionary leader. He had uh, his three, Peter, James, and John, as this kind of tight group. Then he had the 12 disciples as leaders. And he had a group of 70 that he could send out in ministry. He had 120 gathered in the upper room. You know, it talks about he appeared to 500. He ministered to the crowds for the cause of the masses. Go, last one. This is, look at all these nerds, photoing and photocopying, no, it's good, eh? <laughs> you can spot all the nerds, these two and Tom aren't. I gotta get a copy of that. Can I get the musicians back up? One more slide. I am convinced, I am convinced, I am convinced. Come on, where's the level for you? I am convinced. Where is God inviting you to pass through to another, another gate, to another level? This is now not just an app, this is not a good idea, this is not something I'm trying out. I am convinced. Come on, I am convinced there is another kingdom now. I am committed to the fact. I am convinced that I want to be committed to the church as the program of God. I am convinced 
that you have to be planted in the house. Come on, I am convinced that servanthood is at the heart of the kingdom. It's the character of Jesus. I am convinced that I have to be disciplined to put into my life so I've got stuff to give out. I am convinced that some point, God, if I'm if I minister, God will, in, will reward me with responsibility. I am convinced that if I'll stay loyal to something bigger than myself, God will promote me. I am convinced that I work with visionary leaders who see more than I can imagine. Can I invite you to stand? Come on, I am convinced. I am convinced. Come on, tonight, where is it time for you to shift? This is not an app that I'm playing games with. Come on, download it into the operating system of your life. I am convinced. I am convinced of this. I am convinced that this is the way to live life. I am convinced that this will take me to another level. I am convinced that my life will be more successful. I am convinced this is an operating, this is a non-negotiable now. And I am convinced that if other people will hear this message, their lives will go to another level. I just invite you to maybe close your eyes, raise a hand or two. Come on. What is, what is God inviting you to download tonight? Come on, I am convinced. Come on, not an opinion, not an idea, not a, not a nice game that I'm playing. Come on, this is for keeps. When you download it, there's no going back. And who would want to go back? Because I'm convinced that this is the way to live my life. I'm convinced that there's nothing better. I'm convinced that this takes me to another level of something wonderful. I'm convinced that this is the best way to live life. I am convinced and I'm ready, God, for a download to take me to another level. Come on, I, I, I'm gonna invite these guys to lead us in a song. I want you to reach out to God and let Him download into you a new operating system around whatever level you need. Come on, let's worship God. <laughs>